Welcome to the Blue Pod, the Blues vs Saints match recap. I'm your host Tess Hampton, joined as always by Matt Duffy. Uh, we're back, Maddie. It's a shame we missed recapping Frio, and we have to recap this one instead. Oh, it must be suckers for punishment. We're <laughs> skipping the week where it was probably our best one we've had in ages. Best game of the year. And now we're back after a really disappointing loss. A really frustrating loss, which I just had a feeling it might be coming. But before we dive into it, if you're new to the pod, welcome. If you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back, and we're sorry we. We got stuck last week with work commitments, but this week we'll dive in and do our usual four-quarter performance, kind of like the boys did last week, certainly not <laughs> like they did this week. We'll start quarter one with a general debrief about the game. In the second quarter, we'll talk about the players and do our BNF votes. In the third quarter, we'll look at things from the coach's box perspective. And in the fourth quarter, we'll open the mailbag, talk about the footy tipping and any other blues news. Let's jump in. All right, so Friday night at Marvel, Carlton were defeated by St Kilda, 10-18-78 Carlton, St Kilda, 14-9-93, 15-point loss to the Saints. Goals, Motlop with three, we'll yeah. come to it, very exciting. Kennedy with two, McKay with two, Cottrell, Kerno, Fisher with one apiece. Leading disposal getters, Walsh on 32, Cripps on 31, Saad with 25, Doc 22, Hewitt 22 and Fisher with 21. Maddie, how'd you see it? Oh, just uh, I think we're a little nervous going in, weren't we, for some reason? We had the really good win the week before and it didn't start well, did it? It started terribly. Well, they slotted their chances from uh, 50 out on those. Yeah, but they also missed a heat. They kicked three goals, six in that first quarter. Yeah, yeah, it could have been worse. They did get a couple, (laughs) but it could have been a lot worse. We just weren't on the boil early on, were we? We were just struggling. We're off the pace. And then we came out in that second quarter and we kicked a few early and you're like, okay. Thank God. Yeah, Even the way the first the quarter corner. ended, I think it was 16-24 at the end of the first, which was a flattering scoreline for how that really quarter flat. went. We were worried in that first quarter, weren't we? I think everyone could tell it was not good. Well, we knew the Saints were going to come out firing after the week they'd had. Yeah, they caught a bit of flack in the media. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> I feel like it's a theme that teams get riled up right before they play us. But normally we've been pretty good at, you know, in the Essendon celebration game, for example, putting a stamp on the game from the get-go to try to quell that momentum. Yeah. It wasn't there Friday night. You could just tell. And do you know, by the way, we've lost <laughs> seven from seven Carlton Respects games. I did see that stuff. Is there a hoodoo? <laughs> I know. Someone's like, time to ditch the Respect game. It's yeah, not exactly. working. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what it was, if there's a, a bit of a, a lag from last week, but we just can't seem to get consistency. So, oh, and then we finally seem to get back into the game, get on top, like, well, not get on top, but like, you know, work our way back into yeah. it. And then we just could not kick a goal to save ourselves. No. So I heard we had, I think I don't know if it was second half, but our last 20 shots on goal, which includes shots that went out of bounds, we kicked four goals from 20 shots. So you, you can't win a game it's, that way. I mean, at worst, you want to be 50-50. Yeah, that's shocking. There was that moment in the second half where we had uh, a shot right in front from Kerno that yep. the Coleman medalist should have slotted. TDK had a sitter right – I think it was on a slight S- angle. Similar spot, yeah. Similar spot. Uh, and who was the other one? I think it was Hewitt. Hewitt, yes. And all three of them missed goals we should have got. And then you just thought that would have oh. put a buffer. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you just knew that if they got the next one, it was just going to hurt. And whenever Harry was marking it, it was out really out wide on his non-preferred yeah. side and you were yeah. never confident he was going to get any of those. No. Nah. It was just... It just wasn't our day. In the fourth quarter when we had a chance to kind of peg it back, I think it was at that point, um, the Saints player got injured. And so he had... They had a few injuries. They had Rowan Marshall go down for a concussion test that yeah. worked in our favour. Yeah. Dougal Howard did his knee, so they lost their one of their key defenders. Yeah. Uh, and Harry was... 
you know, on a... T- who, who, who I'm was not it? sure it was who was manning him. He was a lot smaller than Harry. Yeah, though. you'd think he'd expose <laughs> that. But in that section, Harry had way too long to think about it and he just knew he was going to miss it the minute that... Oh, yeah, right. I know what you're saying. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... When the Saints players had that head clash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I felt the story of the days, obviously we were inaccurate, inefficient. Turnover killed us. Oh, uh, yeah, I'd actually forgotten until you mentioned it. We had some shocking turnovers. Shocking. It's like the ideas were good. Like you saw where they were trying, but they just would kick it so slow. Getting yep. killed so much time to sweat on it. And they made us pay as well. They did. And it just, that, the, the sloppy skills, the turnover. And I feel like that was the story of the day. We weren't accurate. They punished us on our terrible transition turnovers. Yeah, we gave them so many easy goals, didn't we? Yeah, it was frustrating. And we kept on getting dominated in the centre bounce. So yeah. when it did come back, we just couldn't. Yeah, like even that one Paddy Ryder where he was in the back line and just was able to spoil it and soccer it through. That's oh. the most painful kind of goal to watch. So poor. The thing is, though, we played poorly, but at points of the game, we were in front and we were looking at each other like, it doesn't feel like we should be in front. But oh, With only 10 minutes to go, I think we're like a goal down. We were like a good chance yeah. until they sort of kicked away with a few at the end. But we were in it right to the very end. So that's the thing. Everyone's been quite frustrated with the loss. And it is frustrating, obviously, that we lost. But it's almost a good sign of our method that in a game we played terribly, a game we didn't even look like it, we, <laughs> we had every chance to win. Yeah, we did. No, it was. Yeah, it's nice that we're still, you know, I think it's probably a credit to the list we've got together and how far we've come from what we used to be that we were still a chance where we just did not play well at all like, yeah. i don't think we had one good quarter for the whole game almost no there was no quarter where you thought there we go we're, we're on now that we worked our way back in for patches it was a bit momentum swing kind of it was yeah a bit back and forth a bit of back and forth one team had it the other team had it but it wasn't to be so you're looking like you're about to flick open some stats for me no no i'm not no, 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 no i've got I'm nothing for you um, we'll get into the stats in the coach's box, but uh, the other concern, Maddie, is we've lacked a bit of consistency now. I think we've gone win-loss, win-loss. I know our form's not that great over the last month and a yeah. bit. Yeah. I mean, obviously the injuries can't be ignored, but if you if you'd looked at the Freya versus Saints game, you would have thought if we knocked off Freya, we had a real chance against the Saints to yep. solidify that top four spot. So it was a disappointing loss. It was. And look, if someone had said to me, you can, you'll can win one of the Freya Saints game before the games, I would have been like, yeah, that's not too bad. But it is just always disappointing to lose in that totally. manner. It's, it's disappointing to lose when you miss a lot of chances. It's like yeah. if, you have, if the team was playing really well and it just, you know, the other team just played better, you're like, okay, you can... Lost like, to the better side. Easier yeah. to swallow. But when you sort of kick yourself out of the game and hand easy goals to the opposition, it's sort of like, well... We could have we, had That's that. one we've given up, yeah. yeah. I think Voss actually sent his press conference, you know, if maybe we got away with a close win early in the season. Yes, actually he of, did. Yeah, maybe, you know, this is like the... One we should have won that we yeah. let go. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I compare it to when we played Frio earlier in the year and we just lost to a better side on the day that day. Yeah, we got smashed that day, Whereas yeah. this loss to the Saints just, yeah, as you say, felt like one where we just limped across the line and... Could have done it, but we didn't. Yeah. All right. Well, unless there's any other general comments, should we take a deeper dive on the players? Yeah, let's Second go there. quarter. Bit to cover with the players, Maddie. We'll start, as always, with picking our boy and our whipping boy. If you're new to the pod, our boy is someone we got behind. We liked what he did. He might not make our votes, but he deserves a shout-out. The whipping boy, quite to the contrary. <laughs> someone we need to give a G up. And normally, either they get dropped or they listen and turn it on the following week. So yeah, we had reasonable uh, We've success, had reasonable right? success. Uh, so let's kick it off with who was your boy this week? I'm going to give it to Fish. Ah, I wasn't expecting that. Up and about for a few weeks, a bit more responsibility yeah. in the midfield. I feel like he's upped his game a bit and he's shown a bit of consistency. And Yeah, he has. He adds a bit of a different dimension to our midfield with his 
uh, like, you know, fleet of foot and skills and he's managed to still hit the scoreboard. So yeah. I, I just thought it was nice for him to go back-to-back good weeks in the midfield. It's nice. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a well-earned shout-out. He's really added a lot the last couple of weeks. I thought his game last week in particular was pretty – Yeah, since we weren't the here one against it, Frio. It was pretty good. Yeah, the Frio one I was really impressed with. Well, I think the whole team did it better, but there was some – you know, he did a lot of smothers. There was a lot of desperation. And yeah. when you're not a big body in the midfield, I think being able to add that pressure and desperation to get a hand in and smother and yeah. do all those other little other things that you can contribute to the team I think uh, really helps. So, yeah, yeah it yeah. looks like he's making a little bit of a home self – pushing back into the midfield which is interesting i like seeing that actually no that's a good call i had a couple options for mine but i've gone with someone who didn't make my votes yep uh cottrell oh yeah okay i feel like likewise he's gone from the super sub to the last couple of weeks actually adding a lot to his game in his own right he played i thought one of the games of his career like he's running hard he hit the scoreboard his skills are looking pretty good he's using yeah. his left foot which i think is surprising everyone as yes, well yes you're not like hang on what yeah you? that was on his left and yeah managed to hit the scoreboard he runs really hard they sent him to brad hill so he sort of sacrificed his own game a bit of um yeah yeah this At week times. but no he's he's really uh finding a home on that wing isn't he which is what we need when we're crying out for wingers so it it's just been nice to see um him solidify a spot and i think he deserves to hold it so Giving him a shout-out, who I haven't mentioned because, spoiler alert, he slips into my votes. Oh, yeah. Is Motlop. Yeah. yeah good was, call, excellent call, sausage call. Thank you. <laughs> How good was it to see him lively and up and about? It's what you were hoping to see from Motlop, wasn't it? <laughs> Two really good games in a row. Last week was just, like, lots of pressure and tackles, even though he didn't get on the scoreboard. But this week, yeah. a bit of reward on the scoreboard. And yeah. some of the goals he kicked were classic, small forward, opportunistic goals. They were fantastic, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, different avenue. And, yeah, it was really nice. It's exciting to see what he's bringing to the team. It's a, sort of a new look up forward. It, it looks like he's going to be a player. He's that... He like, like you say, what we're missing with kind of Owies and Durden, you're not sure they've got that X factor that they would worry a team. I feel like Motlop could develop into that kind of player that yeah. worries an opposition a bit more. Yeah. Uh, even that one that got replayed a fair bit where he got tripped. So in yes, the marking contest, yeah. beat his player, got tripped and just still managed to yeah, find a way special, to get it. Yeah, it? That yeah. was a great goal. And he's tackling as well. That's what I noticed early in the game before he was even on the board. We were noticing his pressure and he was hunting it. So Yeah. Um, he's definitely looking a lot more comfortable at the level over the last couple of weeks. I think a benefit of the injuries and in him coming in, I guess, with Owies out, uh, it's, it's given him a chance to shine. Uh, other end of the spectrum, who was your whipping boy this week? Uh, I had a look. I wasn't sure I was going to go for I've ended up going with – he was sort of played out of position slightly, but Nunes on the half-back ah, flank. interesting. I just – I don't he know. He wasn't in my top two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it's more – Ongoing frustration. Voss <laughs> for putting Nunes in the half-back flank position. Yeah, that was strange. I thought Stocker should have come in there. I, uh, I would have much preferred to see Stock. Yeah. Normally uh, we go – Next man up, position for position. So I don't I know. know so they pushed Nunes back down into the into the back line, which I just thought was an odd one. And yep. he has played a bit of half back before, and he suits the position, I guess. But yeah, what you know, Stocker hasn't been. He played all right in the VFL. Wasn't playing yeah. that bad in the in the team. Enough to get a call he up. Would have I thought Boyd out, Stock straight in, but yeah, it was a bit of not a sure. One. I'm not sure what that was about. So I wasn't wrapped with that selection or move, and it didn't pay. I don't off. think Nunes really did much back there either. So. No, no, yeah. Um, I had two options. I'm going to give them both a shout-out. <laughs> this one's probably unfair. Maybe he was underdone, but Chera. Yeah I, yeah, I did consider that, and I decided to let him go first week back, but he looked oh. really underdone. Slow, Like unsure. he wasn't trying, which I can only assume yeah. means he was injured. Maybe a bit cautious. Maybe he didn't have full trust back in his hammy yet. Yeah. Yeah. Not, I, a, not a good game. There was some, he was, had some heavy strapping on too. Yeah. It seemed like a – yeah, once sort of like the Nunes thing, maybe – Maybe give the 
whipping boy to Voss this week on the selection committee yeah, for exactly. bringing chair in a week early. Exactly. I think that was a bad call and he just didn't look right. He didn't look himself. So I'm, I'm not going to blame him. I think you're right. It's the selection committee. The other option I had, and I am going to blame him, <laughs> Honey hasn't delivered. Yeah, he hasn't. He hasn't lived up to what I was hoping he would do. No, he's been I'll, in for two weeks and he has not impressed me. I was excited to see him in the team. And when he was playing well for us last year, you know, he would get those goals out the back with his athleticism and break a few lines. And he did a couple times burst through a few tackles and sort of show his size and speed. But he yeah. seems very nervous. He sort of gives a lot of first options. He makes some strange choices because he's so keen to like give the ball off. Doesn't yeah. seem to be backing himself in. He's not comfortable. Almost too team orientated. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's, he was responsible for one of the turnovers too, or involved in one, I think, in the middle of the ground. Was it Young who bit off the kick to the centre and then... Ah, uh, yeah, he was trying to recover he it. He was trying stuff. to recover yeah. it, so it's not really his fault. But he did one nice moment with the first Motlop goal where he spun. Broke in. through. So that was really nice, yeah, but apart he, from that... Yeah, and he missed a good chance to kick a goal. Yeah, he just hasn't had the impact you'd sort of hope he would have coming in. But he hasn't played a heap of footy this year. He only played a couple games in the VFL before they brought him in. Yeah. Even though he kicked those... I think he kicked four or five goals in the VFL before, didn't he came, he, before he came in. So he did... Was showing a little bit of promise, but yeah, maybe still a bit slightly underdone as well. I think always in for him if always is fit this week. Yeah, I probably agree with that. Yeah, yep. I hope so. Um, let's talk backline. I thought Plowman had a good game. Plow wasn't bad. Couple little mistakes. Well, yeah, it's a Plowman game. But he's terrible one on one. We can't deny that. He's not having a bad season though, is he? For someone who was looking like he wasn't going to get in the team, yeah, his durability to always be up and about. Yeah, it's um, been good. It's been really good. Yeah, and he took some nice marks and stuff. He's he had some nice moments. He's handy. Yeah. At the moment, what did you make of uh, Young? Young's game this week. Oh, Young's been awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's been. I think number one in spoils or something for the last month. Yeah. He's, he's looked really at home down back. He looks really confident and assured. And uh, I just think what a, what a find, what a swap. What a pick up, I'd yeah. much rather the, no, I'm not too concerned about losing SPS no. when you've got Young. Without him, we would have been stuffed, stuffed this year. Yeah. The least heralded uh, recruit we got in the last I know, no one was excited about him. the most important him. in yeah. some ways. Hey, he's really developed nicely, hasn't he? It's yeah. been a really pleasant surprise. I think him and Weeder in going forward. He did say, did you see his little interview? No, what did he say? He did an interview I did talking. see a grab about him feeling yeah. shy or something. Yeah, talking about he's a bit introverted and a bit yeah. quiet. And he also said, though, but coming to Carlton, he thought he, him and Weedering were just going to form some 100-game partnership. Oh, really? And he was just uh, he's got the vision. He thought he was going to step straight into the team, which is good in oh, a really? way. For a guy who's good. You know, introverted, like he was confident. Yeah. But he said having to go down to the VFL for the first few weeks and... Earn his way. Yeah, it was good for him, he said, in the end. But, yeah, so... Well, maybe, I like that he's got that vision of yeah. the one-two punch. And now I think, he's, you know, with his way he's playing, he's probably going to realise that vision. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Uh, what about... If you're new to the pod, Matt's boy, generally speaking, <laughs> although he's tried to disown him at times, is Kemp. Uh, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to disown him this week or are you with him? I think for someone who's been woefully undersized, yeah, he hasn't done yeah. too bad. He's you done do, better than I expected, actually. He's done better, I think, than, than we thought, especially after some of his form early in the in the season. Oh, yeah. Definitely he when didn't he's... warrant a call-up, but no. he's had to be... When he gets caught out one-on-one against some of the bigger forwards... Yeah. Yeah, you... Not going to win. When it was down the other end on Friday, we were like, oh, who's, who's in that camp? Probably Kemp, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at times he's gone really well. Like I think he knows the system pretty well. He's good at going third up. He, yeah. he sort of seems to slot in fairly well. It makes me wonder if when we have all our players back, maybe more for next season with another preseason under his belt or something like that, the 
watching him leap and jump a few times, I'm wondering if he might feel that third man up role that Maybe. McGovern was playing earlier in the season yeah. might suit him a bit more. Not playing on the big hulking the forward, position. but yeah, being able to like sag off and play the spare and yeah. might 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 be his home. We'll see. Yeah, I think actually since we weren't here last week, I thought he played a good game last week and deserved some credit for that. I was very concerned yeah. about him coming. It's not in. through a lack of trying. Yeah, he's giving he's it a crack. He's doing okay. In, yeah. Uh, speaking of the back line, Saad, the attempt to bring back the wolf failed just quietly. He was doing short <laughs> kicks. <laughs> Always doing short I kicks. Know. I know. I liked the endeavour there. But I love the effect and the sound of it, and I'm all for it, to be honest. Yeah, I like yeah. the wolf. But, yeah. God, Saad, come on. You know we're doing it, buddy. Give us a Surely long kick, you please. knew coming to the media, even just the first time. Just just put just one down the wing. Totally. Kick it 50 metres so we can all enjoy it. But, yeah. yeah, it is a bit funny. He does like the chip and run, so it does sort of – We've been trying to find a player to yeah. give the wolf to for a while. It just does make it a bit tricky, out? but he's not a long kicker. But his game, he's he's phenomenal. I oh, love Saad so much. Yeah, he's having – he's been – finally, it's nice to have a recruit that we paid up for that's actually living up Delivering. to the hype. Totally. Yeah, yeah, he's clean, he's fast, he's dependable, he's oh. skillful. Everything you could want. Every time he's near a contest, I'm filled with confidence. Yeah, he's uh, playing really consistently. It's been great, hasn't it? Yeah, it's no, you're exactly right. One of the recruits that actually is delivering into his potential and then some. Yeah, when he takes off on one of his little runs where he gives and goes and takes a few handballs and runs, you always get pretty excited. And yeah. normally he makes pretty good decisions. He doesn't run himself into holes too often or anything like no, that, which exactly. is good. And he's always going to um, close any gap when he's defending. And yeah, I loved what he did. What about Doc's game this week? Yeah, another really good game from Doc, another solid. Yeah. He's probably not creating quite the highs he hit a couple of weeks ago, but he's still playing really well. The yeah. combination of Doc and Saad as halfback nice. flankers has been awesome. When's Williams due back? Williams? Zach. Oh, Zach Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Freak yourself. <laughs> Who's that speaking of high-profile recruits? <laughs> I forgot he was even in our team. The other end of the scale, people we've overpaid for. Uh, I don't know. I'll bring it up while we talk, but... Yeah, we haven't missed him that much though, have we? Probably no, says something, doesn't it? Clearly, if you can't even remember who he is. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he would be handy to have back though. He's, he is a good player, but yeah, definitely not living up to the the hype we were hoping for. No, not at all. Um, while you get it up, we'll move to a different part of the ground. And we'll talk midfield. Uh, what about TDK this week? Not quite. After getting big raps in the media, oh, the million brothers. dollar man, <laughs> million dollar deconing, best brothers in the game. Yeah. Yeah, he was okay, but he was up against a good duo. Marshall and Ryder, two very good rocks. Yeah. Taking them, you know, he's pretty much getting double teamed. It was a lot to ask. It was a bit to ask. I don't think he had a bad game. I just, you know, it wasn't quite up to the standard the week before, which he did no. really well. And we obviously got smashed in centre bounces, and I do wonder if that's got a little bit to do with it. Yeah, probably a little bit. I put it more on that. There's been weeks where I've been really critical about Tom's tap work and giving us a look at it. Yeah. I don't know if it was necessarily his fault this week. I felt our midfielders struggled a bit. So the update for Zach Williams, which was updated at the end of June, he started his running program last week. We'll now look to increase running loads ahead of a return to training. So that was end of June. So I'm not sure what that Mm. is. Maybe another two or three weeks away. Okay, well, back end of the season, complete, finals yes. potentially, yeah. hopefully. Uh, wouldn't hurt to have him back, I guess. Yeah, and while we're looking at, just talk quickly while we're doing yeah. that, I've just got Mark Pidnett here, update at the same time, end of oh, June, good. was also looking to increase his training load and they'll see how he responds. So probably yeah, same for him, maybe two to three weeks. I away. thought he was back over the next couple of weeks. That was the indication. Yeah, I don't think he's far away. They always eyed off round 17 for him, didn't they? So that's next week. So he's probably maybe just a week or week or so. I'd really like to see Pitto back. I think he'll make a big difference for us. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, so the midfield, speaking of, I mean, Walsh collected a massive amount of um, possessions and ran hard and was, I think, still one of our best. But I still feel like 
it wasn't as impactful as some of his other weeks. Yeah, we didn't notice him. I mean, we're all surprised at quarter time. I think he had nine touches or something. We're like, oh, okay, right. Yeah. We got hurt on the spread a bit today, didn't we? Our midfield looked yeah. slow whenever the Saints were able to win. The, I thought one of the big differences was when the Saints won their centre clearances, they were able to work free and get a lot of spare time. And when yeah. we worked free from our – when we won a centre clearance, it always seemed to be we were – still under pressure. Yeah. So we're hacking it yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. I thought I that was one of the big differences point. out of the middle. Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. A, they ran it out with ease, whereas we just kind of bombed it in under pressure. Yeah. To and give Saints credit, they did, they did apply great pressure. They did. So I guess having a big midfield has its advantages in trying to win more ball, which we didn't, weren't able to do this week. But, but yeah, I think we just got sort of maybe slightly exposed for speed or spread or structure around the ball or something wasn't right there. Yeah, I thought Kennedy lifted a bit this week. He had a better yeah. game. Yeah, you know, he had a good game, snapped a couple of goals, like a pretty good result. And gee, he throws himself in hard. Which he was you love to see. Yeah. Taking so many hits and limping around. Makes you worry about his longevity. But I know, you were like, oh, I don't know if he'll be up for it next week. Yeah. <laughs> the way he's looking. But no, he's not bad. The whole midfield, besides the Chera, the, you know, the midfield group's Hewitt okay. Was he was Hewitt hurt us with missing that opportunity and he was responsible for one of the massive turnovers. <laughs> so wasn't thrilled with his game this week. Yeah. Cripps toiled away. I thought really tried to lift in the second he half. He did to try to give us that line. lift, didn't he? With, yeah. yeah. You know he's trying to lift when he starts trying to fend everyone off. Yeah, you could yeah. see he's getting pretty determined, but yeah. wasn't to be. Let's talk about the forward line. I thought Charlie and Harry were well held this week and if they, we were just waiting for one of them to get off the chain and take the game oh, on. I thought they had their opportunities, though. They were generally well held. But early on, Charlie got his hand on the ball heaps in that first quarter. True. It's maybe not even well held, just didn't take their chances. And then after that first quarter, for whatever reason, Charlie just really never got another look in. But if he'd, he could have kicked a couple early, which would have been really handy. And then when uh, Howard went off injured, then Harry had the good matchup and he started yeah. to take a few marks, but also just couldn't, couldn't do it. Couldn't convert. It's very frustrating. Charlie particularly with a set shot. Harry seems to, even though he goes around the corner, complete his set shots. Charlie's set shots, like what's his – I'd be interested in his stats because his goals all seem to come from play on or he can't just go back and slot it at the moment. No, he did miss a couple of easy ones. I, yeah, I never really was ever too concerned. I, I, if you had to choose someone to kick a traditional drop punt set shot, I probably would have picked Charlie over Harry usually. Not really? I think oh, – probably true. I think – I'd pick Harry to take a set shot these days, though. Charlie was just maybe just on the weekend. Yeah. I just had no confidence in him with the set shot. No, and the one he did get from a set shot, like, sort of swung late to go through. It was sort of lucky that yeah. it snuck in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They didn't have great games, and but I felt like they had their moments. They could have helped out, but I don't know. It was, yeah. One of hurt. those days. Yeah. Um, what about Sauce? What did you think of his game? Yeah, he was good. He actually did pretty well in the ruck, I thought. Yeah. Um, considering how important. undersized he was. Yeah. Uh, and he wasn't too bad. I was, saw a stat the other day that he is something like ranked number three for lead up marks in the comp. Oh, yeah, for the link marks yeah, as well. Yeah, which is so I, important. Is important. So he plays his role really well. Yeah. He's, he's definitely not in a role that's allowing him to be like the star of the show, but I don't think that's what he's trying to be or no. suits him. I think what he's doing is great and he's actually being pretty Team consistent. Player. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's great. I think that's most, but. Oh, the wings, maybe. I think we've talked about Cottrell. I thought Lockie O'Brien had an okay game as well. Yeah, he's settling in. Yep. It's, it's a real sign of development with when you've got people like Cottrell and Fish staying to play well. Some of those fringe it players really starting to fill yeah. out the team nice, yeah. which is good. Yeah, it's funny because you look back and you don't sort of think that anyone played horrible, but just no one played really well. Yeah, we just couldn't We couldn't get it done. If no. we just converted more, if we just – our skills had been a bit better, our goal kicking had been a bit better, it might have been our day. But yeah. Oh, well. to be. Should we do our BNF folks? Yeah, let's do some votes. Thank you. 
leaderboard, Maddie, after last week. Uh, And if you're new to the Blue Pod, we do a BNF vote each week. Uh, We get 10 votes each to allocate as we see fit. No player can get more than five. Not that any player ever does because we share the love. We did cast votes after last week's game, which are included in this tally, which is pre this week, who's leading it, Matty? So we got Crips leading the way on 42 votes. And then I'll just read out the next three because they're sort of the only ones that are sort of within striking distance. Yep. So Kerno 32, Doc 31 and Walsh on 30. And then there's like a range of players, but it works its way down. So they're the ones that are a chance of running. catching Cripper the at this stage. The prestigious inaugural yes. Blue Pod BNF. All yeah. right. So who, who'd you go for this week? Well, I thought it was hard to go past Sadi for three votes this week. Yep. I thought he looked a class above for a lot of the game. Yeah, he was So great. I gave him my three votes. I gave two votes to Walsh, uh, two votes to Cripps, and two votes to Motlop for his three yeah, goals. Yep, fair cool. And I gave a vote to Young. So I actually thought he did a real good job on Max King the whole game. Yeah, well, actually, such a good point. He did hold Max King pretty well, as we've said, especially in Weedering's absence. Good call. I like it. Our vote's similar but a little bit different. I gave two to Saad, yep. two to Cripps, two to Walsh and two to Doc. Oh, yeah. Shared the love there with uh, some of those and then one to Motlop and one to Kennedy. Oh, okay, nice. Yes, yeah, a little bit different little this little, week. Yeah, spread That's it out right. a little we bit. Can, we can have differing opinions. Yeah. So we're getting towards the end of the season. So someone's going to have to step, Make step up and maybe Walsh is the most likely to try catch I mean, this you would have thought at the start of the year that Cripps could not be anywhere near court. but um, That's true. They've managed to close it in. They've closed the gap. All right, let's get to the third quarter and talk coach's box. Keith, you've done a typical bloody thing. The ball's gone over. Oh, I couldn't come back from your knee. You could have run and intercepted that first goal or second goal at once. And you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. All right, talking coach's box, starting with selection, it was just a swap for Boyd was out and Chera was in, as we've talked about, a bit of a strange one that we didn't get Stocker in for that direct swap, but... Yeah, I think we regret that one, but oh well. I think we do. Uh, What about some team stats for us, Maddie? What was the trend this week? It's interesting, one of the few weeks we lost overall disposals, which is pretty unusual. Normally we're well ahead on disposals, so they beat us there. Inside 50s ended up being pretty close, 49 to 53 in the Saints' favour. Okay. We won the free kick count by a fair bit. I was going to give you a stick. I was surprised about yeah, that. But I didn't feel like that was undeserved. Being at the game, I thought we... I mean, we needed it to balance out. I feel like a couple of weeks ago, um, we had we got the terrible rub of the greens. Some weeks you get it, some weeks you don't. Shame yeah. we couldn't capitalise. Uh, they won in hitouts 41-30. Clearances, I think initially they were smashing us when we closed the gap a bit. 36-31 in the oh, clearances. Oh, that's better than I expected. Yeah, we lost the centre clearances 15-10, to 10, but actually came equal around the ground with 21 all. So maybe that's just definitely just better than I expected. Yeah. And then uh, if you look at marks inside 50, we actually had 15 marks inside 50, which I think is quite a lot. Yeah. Um, they're all sort of essentially goal-scoring opportunities to the Saints uh, eight. See, th- that's where the game's won and lost. We're just obviously not taking those opportunities. And tackles inside forward 50 was pretty even. We had 13, which is actually pretty, not a bad number. I think that was really low early as well to the Saints 15, even on tackles. And, yeah, that's pretty much the, the highlights there. So I was, thought it was interesting the Saints out-disposaled us and then that we did manage to end up getting pretty close on the clearance front. But You said they were kind of playing our game against us. They're flicking it around a lot, high pressure. A little bit. I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's a bit of a blueprint on how to beat Carlton. And I think a couple games have maybe exposed what to do. What is the blueprint? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just feel like Richmond did it in dry weather because it's just their game style. And then I feel like in that wet weather game the other yeah. week, it just naturally went that way. But... I think if you can at least 
draw even with us at the centre clearances, not let yeah. us dominate out of the middle. And then other than that, because we do play this high disposal game, if you can just apply like manic pressure at us and don't let us have our uncontested marks yeah. um, and was to flick handballs around, if you can keep that pressure on, then we really struggle to, to move the ball. To get the game going. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah so exactly. I feel like, yeah, you just try to neutralise us at stoppages and then just apply like immense amount of pressure, which they did really well. They yeah. looked a lot quicker than us. And you always do look quicker when you're applying pressure and moving the ball better because yeah. just everyone's in space and it makes it easier mm-hmm. for them. But some of that run they were generating off the half-back line with Hill and Wanganeen and Sinclair and yeah. we were struggling to contain yeah. them all. And it was obviously a bit of a game plan to try use them as well. And just, yeah, it, made, it sort of made us look really slow and average out there. Yeah, I agree. And then resulted in all of those turnovers, which ruined us. Yeah. And then Voss talked about respecting the pressure and it, it's, it's sort of to me... What does re- that mean? What that <laughs> I think it just means that like, you know, if you're about to get tackled, don't handball it to the next person. Like sometimes yeah. take the territory when you've got it, which is I think the same issue we had in the wet weather game. We didn't recognise the... It wasn't necessarily the pressure coming from the opposition, but it was the conditions. Yeah. And it's a very hard thing to do because you all they've ever done is probably, you know, train this new game style that we've been working on, which is chaining mm. the ball out with handballs and stuff. So that's their first instinct to think is to try run that game plan. But I think what Voss was saying, sometimes you just got to kick it. Recognise the pressure's yeah. on. And there was a few times I think when it's easy to watch from the stands, but a few times when they're flicking it around, you're like someone, you could Please. tell they're going to get caught eventually. It's the it's classic just, line in the stands, kick it, but on this occasion it was yeah. warranted. Yeah, uh, And I think... Teams like Richmond do really well with that forward handballing game, but they're a lot better at it than us, I think, and they have that space yeah. and speed to be able to get forward of the ball and they just – they are like experts at it. That's what they've been doing it for years and we're not at that level and I think if teams are able to apply a bit of pressure to us, they just catch us out. Yeah, I agree. Um, the midfield has been caught out the last couple of weeks. Voss said it would be arrogant to assume that we could <laughs> always win that battle, but – yeah, I feel like they uh, have been exposed a little bit, save for last week maybe. Yeah, it was concerning how easily some of the Saints players ran the ball out of the, like the clearances. Said, yeah. It was it was a bit frustrating. and then it was, it was way too easy. A few times when we did manage to run the ball out of clearances, we either would make a bad decision or invite pressure again and they would yeah. catch us and we just weren't getting those clean looks. And I mean, I, there weren't too many times where you saw Charlie or Harry just leading out of the square yeah. and getting hit on the chest. It no. was always bombed into them, which is probably part of the reason they weren't as involved in the game. Yeah, exactly. Any other coaches' box takeaways from you for you, for this one? Uh, not really. I think we struggled to go through the middle of the ground. I don't. I can't barely remember a time where we actually managed to change direction or change the angles without the turnover. Without the turnover, yeah. which I thought was really disappointing. St Kilda and uh, conversely, I thought St Kilda did a really good job of going through the middle of the ground. Yeah, I think yeah. you probably got sick of me screaming at the end of the second half. Don't let them through the middle. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Force them down you the wing. See it happening. Saints yeah. were desperately trying to go through the middle against us, like a lot. Yeah, because uh, that was the other thing they got criticised for was not being daring enough. So they were trying they're daring. To, yeah, they were trying to apply pressure and go through the middle a bit. And we let them early, and a few times they just carved us up. Yeah, so frustrating. So defensively, I think we need to yeah really try. Hem up sides, there. yeah, hem sides. I, I agree with that. There are a few moments which have been rare this year where they just carved us up and ended up at one point. I can't remember. Was it uh, who's the little guy for St Kilda? The Higgins. Higgins was on his own and got a mark after they just ran it through the middle easily. And you thought, wow, that looked way too easy. Yeah, so. sometimes when we get split open, it happened to us a few times early in the season, which was a bit of a concern early in the season. And it's happened a few times again recently. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you want to look at the silver lining, I guess sometimes it's nice to have these losses now rather than 
closer to finals, it gives us, you know, a couple months or a month or so to work on it and fine-tune it Hopefully for the more important games. Yeah, get a bit of finals. form leading in. Get some much-needed players back. So let's talk about selection next week. I think we've got Waitering back. Voss all but confirmed that in his Yeah, I listened to an interview on Waitering before the game and he said he um, actually had been training fully the last two weeks and it was up to him whether he played or not against the Saints. It was up to him? Yeah. That's interesting. And he said after an hour and a half training session, he just didn't have the strength in his arm. He said he could barely lift it after the training session session decided not to well that sounds like a good call yeah he just said you know he said reference max king he's like he's a big strong lad and i didn't want to be in a position where i couldn't use my like strength and be yeah. a liability so he's but he said he'll definitely be back the next week well i hope that's a week's uh, not that long to get that strength back so, <laughs> so let's hope he, is, he was way ahead of schedule with his surgery recovery yeah yeah yep. so he'll be a swap for camp you'd think yeah, I think he comes in for camp, yeah. I think always comes in for honey. I agree with that one. Any other changes you see? Uh, would you bring in Jack Martin if he was good to go? I don't think he will be, though. I think he's out for a bit longer. Mm, I'm not sure I, I would. And are you happy with Plough being third man up? Well, who else have we got as Kempe. that option at the moment? Oh, Kempe is that third man up. I think they'll go with Plough. Yeah, I think Plough's been playing reasonably He knows the well. system a bit yeah. better. I think he's a bit smarter about it. I'd probably stick with him. Do we have anyone else? Obviously, Pitto, not this week. Noon, Stock. I'd like Stock back in. Yeah. I'd be happy with that direct swap, to be honest. Yeah. That might be... Well, there you go. Is that our News for Stock, yeah. Owies for Honey, and Weeders for Camp. Camp. Yep. I'd be pretty happy with that. We've been calling the selections pretty well, let's say. Well, if he's ready... I think he'll be better for the week. Yeah, I'm hoping he's just dusted off the cobwebs, gets himself ready with a bit more training this week and he's good yeah. to go. Because Kara at his best, absolutely. But if he's going to play like that, then no. It'll be interesting. Up against West Coast, they gave the Tigers a pretty good run for their they money the did. other night. They got a lot of their team back. Of they're course they do. not the... Version Yeah, they're not the, the West Coast Eagle reserves that they were early yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, it's not going to be a, a walk in the park and it's over there as well. But I think maybe a trip away after the loss to... Galvanise the group. Yeah, exactly. It may not be the worst thing in the world. So yeah. it'll be interesting how they play over there on, a, on that terrible Sunday Arvo time slot. I know, which I'm shocking. Over, but I anyway. time slot as well. Makes it hard for the pod <laughs> delivery too. Doesn't help us. Yeah, uh, so what's your prediction? I'm I'm still backing us to win. I had a, I had a bit of a bad I, – I had a bad feeling last week. I'm going to call it now in hindsight and everyone's going to say, of course. I just – I was worried going to the Saints game, but I'm hoping we can get up against West Coast, surely. I'm lacking confidence in the team lately. I think we were nervous before the Frio game and then I felt exactly the same before the Saints game, even though we played well the week before. Yeah. Weeders back gives me a bit of confidence. Josh Kennedy didn't play for the Eagles the other night. I'm not sure if that was a one – I'm not sure what he's okay. uh, why he's out. So they've only got Jack Darling as their Good. forward. Good. So that would be really handy. Very helpful. For once we won't have like three monster tools <laughs> to have to cover in the forward line with just one, one defender, key defender. Yeah. So that'll be a way better matchup in defense for us. They're yeah. more small forward heavy like Liam Ryan and yeah. uh, Rioli and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting battle. Hopefully we get up. All right, let's jump into the fourth quarter, open the mailbag and talk Blues news. Right, Sandra Sully slash Matt Duffy. <laughs> Let's talk Blues news. One big story out of the week: Tom Williamson. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's left the club, which sort of came a, a bit out of nowhere. No, I hadn't heard anything about it before the club did an announcement a couple of weeks ago, saying he was taking some leave and yeah. not coming back. Seemed a bit out of the blue. It's a bit of a shame. Uh, he had a lot of potential. So many injuries. Yeah, he's finally getting back on the park and. 
Yeah, it's a real shame. Yeah, it's a tough one. It was everyone sort of liked him. He was a tough, handy wing slash half back, good left foot. Well liked at the club. I went a couple of years ago to an event at the at the club and he spoke and he seemed to be, yeah, just really well liked by, you know, the CEO at the time who was there and everyone there and spoke really well. So I think it's a bit, a bit of a shame. Obviously, we don't know what's happened and we wish him the best, but um, it's yeah. a bit of a loss. And selfishly, in a year where we've struggled to get fit players on the park... I know. <laughs> ...we've lost... Not the best timing, Tom. <laughs> to lost Jones to vaccination. vaccination. We've lost Williamson for... Goodness knows why. ...walked away from the game, perhaps mental health, or I'm not sure. Yeah. And now and we've got this injury list that's huge, so... So what happens with his list spot, Matty? Well, I think it becomes available, so we could upgrade a rookie, uh, perhaps I'm... Yeah, I'm not the... I'm Found not, the thigh tie? <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I don't know. I'm not all across those rules too closely, but I'm pretty yeah. sure it does open up a list spot for us, and I think we could upgrade a rookie, I believe, but yeah. definitely don't quote me on that. We'll have an update for you <laughs> next week, but that's a shame. Um, all right, on to other news being the Blue Pod footy tipping results yes how's it looking at the top of the leaderboard this week we've got someone who's actually got a, a clear lead so there's the two fighting it out i think they've been fighting it out for a while so uh, andrew b with the blue boys 91 has a lead he's on 97 tipped six for the week and he has a, a margin of 324 points and he leads Edub by one Ooh. so he closed the margin slightly so he tipped seven but he has a margin of 449 so he's gonna have to get ahead of Andrew by the end of the season if he's gonna beat him yeah. but then right on their tails with 95 is Nara with Nara Oakley Tim with the blue irons and Patrick Patrick Tien uh, so they're all really close and Nara has the best margin out of all of them so if she can close the gap she will Pip them it's for the lead. tight at the pointy end of the season for the Blue Pod footy tipping. It certainly is. So, yeah, it's closed back in. So And I've put out a nice big lead on you, so that's Yeah, well, much. that's been given <laughs> to you by my lax tipping. <laughs> that's all that matters. All right, let's jump into the mailbag. If um, you'd like to send us any questions, we're on the socials, the Blue Pod at Twitter and the.bluepod on Instagram. We do apologise. Obviously, we missed last week's mailbag not having been here, but we saw your questions and they're all very uh, on point, but this week we're here to answer them. I'm going to start with one we got from the Instagram this week, which is the.bluepod, and this is from Even Stevens. He says, didn't Foss once say best man for the position? Don't understand why Nunes ended up playing in the back line so much. We were too slow back there and not sure if the inclusion of an extra mid over the backman was the wisest move. It, however, it is tough to fit all the mids and wingers into the team and we had to bring Cherry in. Who was ordinary, by the way? What do you think? I think we've covered this. We sort of have. Uh, and completely agree with the fact that I thought it was a strange move. Yeah, it was a strange it move. It doesn't feel like it's a development either. Like, I know we're playing for wins, but wouldn't you rather play the developing young backman yeah. over the journeyman wingman who's... It's odd. He's, yeah, he's been he's been handy Nunes, but he's not... The boys seem to love Nunes, by the way. 200th yeah. game last week. Oh, they got I've around him. Got no issues with him, and it's lovely he's got 200 games. He's obviously a good player. Like, to get to 200 games is a good effort. Yeah, it's a good career. But, I don't know, to play him out of position slightly, I thought it was a bit of a strange move. I love Stocker. If you're, if Kemp's your boy overall, I feel like Stocker might be mine <laughs> for those, like, you know, fringe players that we want, really want to see thrive. So I would have loved to see him in, and I hope we see him in... This week. Did we call that in our selection? We, uh, yeah, We're we going to say we did. No, I think we did. <laughs> All right. To Twitter, the Blue Pod on Twitter. This is from Candor. You could see from the beginning that the boys were tense, often fumbling and missing their kicks. Did the noise get to us? From a completely mature performance last week to one that looked like we weren't ready mentally. These losses could have 
ramifications come round 23. And he just did a second tweet on a positive note. As much as we were down, we were in the game and should have won it if not for the wayward kicking. So I think the question there is, did the noise get to us? Yeah, well, it is interesting because you were saying how we like, we've pretty much, I think, I don't know if we've ever won a respect game or we've had a long we losing haven't. streak at least anyway. Great cause. We're all for it, but please it was, we win And one. it is a huge crowd. It has a bit of a different pregame vibe. Every, you know, they yeah. did the little thing early on the game where everyone held up their phones and they did a, you know, a respect thing. It was really cool. It was really nice. But it does have a diff- bit of a different vibe. Yeah. So, I, yeah, in one way for me, it's like probably not a bad thing that they get used to dealing with that. If we are going to make finals, that's... No, exactly. And we were a bit hyped different. up all last week after the Freo performance was so impressive. Voss said it was our best of the year and the media jumped on saying we could do damage. And then, yeah, I wonder if... It did get to us. It always seems. It always feels like it does, but I mean, we've played in front of huge crowds repetitively, which is good prep for finals. So I don't know why we were we were off. I feel like our next growth areas. We've now managed to prove that we can win. We're a better team. We're getting some respect for sure. Yeah. I think it's now time we started winning games that we should win more often. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's sort of the next. Those are the games that make me the most nervous. Yeah. Against Freo, I actually gave us a plucky chance. Yeah, the slight underdog. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, I get at Marvel against them, you never know. And then going to the Saints game, I think I was a bit more nervous because those are the games we're dropping. Yeah. So that is the next growth area. So we're with you, Candor. Someone's mentioned that the umpires tried to get us over the line. Maybe that's a Saints supporter. Jumping into the the Blue Pod Twitter feed. Um, Tracy Reid says, I just think it was one of those nights. I'm putting it down to just a bad night at the office. I think they'll respond. They always do in 2022. Well, yeah, I think we agree, Trace. It was a bad night at the office. But, yeah, and it was saying if we converted a few more, we could have snuck one, even though we weren't playing that well. So Yeah, exactly. Tim W., Lewis Young has been amazing whilst Weedering has been out. Is the incremental benefit of Weeders returning, returning going to be less than what people think? Or will it be like we have two Weederings out there? I think it's going to be a big change. I think it's not how good Young's playing. It's how much better Weedering is than Kemp. Yeah. And he's a lot. quite a lot better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Incomparably better. Exactly. So it's been great for Young's game that he's developed like that. But to have two backmen. It is. And Weeders is a leader as well. I know Young's talked about using his voice more. It's one of his growth areas that, you know, yeah. direct and stuff. And we've got Plough and stuff back there. But Weeders is the leader back there. Oh, yeah. There. You, we've seen it. He can yeah. he can lose it when he needs to. So I think it's going to be a, a big jump. But it is really beneficial that Young has developed in the way he has. The real MB says, Motlop was terrific. If Ois is fit, who does he come in for or does he have to go through the reserves? Question well, one. We were ticking these off early, weren't we? So in the pod. I think we've said Honey's out. Yeah, I think Honey gets gets sent back. And I'm very happy for Motlop to hold his spot. Part two of the real MB's question. Our midfield has been beaten three of the past four matches. Does anyone need to come in to get back out ascendancy? To get back our ascendancy, I assume that's meant to say. Do oh. we need to change up the midfield? Who, who would you bring? Yeah, there's no one I can think about having – I mean, Paddy Dow, your favourite player. <laughs> Jack Carroll. Um, I think Setterfield's been the sub a couple of weeks running. Setterfield's a chance. I think we've got our best group in there. So I think yeah. all you can do is play your best group. I don't think any of them are horribly out of form except for Cheras last week. But prior to that, they've all been having a good season. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think you're right. We have to play our best group and – Sometimes they're going to get beaten. I guess that's just the fact of the matter. Yeah. But I have, I was disappointed in their efforts. Yeah, and it has been a bit of a pity considering how well how good they went early in the season. But yeah. Last one, Dom in the den. Cottrell started off as a professional medi sub, but I think he owns the wing. Would it be going too far to say his teammates should want to get to the ball to him? Even we're on the ball tonight, aren't we? We are. I think it's. I think 
you want to use him, I th- and I think they probably do, but you want to reward his running. If he does get out over the back, and he has, he's got a few goals from that lately where he gets Which out over nice the back and he gets fed yeah. it. So I think as he, and also his disposals proved to be good. And well, that's what you want for a wing player. Like Lockie and Cottrell, you want to want to use their, use them and use their skills. So yeah, And there's definitely subconscious bias for players. If you see yeah. Cripps and... <laughs> he gets... Paddy Dow leading up at the ball. You're, the kicking, you're giving it to Cripps first. Yeah, so if you, the more you grow and trust your teammates, the more they do give you the ball. So I feel like Cottrell perhaps with his good recent form, hopefully upping his standing in the club and maybe we will get rewarded a bit more for some of that excellent hard running he does. Yeah, I think but so. But even his decision-making. So I think the highlight of Cottrell's season so far this season was that goalie kicked with the – where he gave it to Durden. It was the week before. Where he gave it to Durden, Last got week. it back – slotted it yeah, yeah it's beautiful but just the decision not to give it to walsh as he ran by yeah exactly. it was just it just highlights his confidence didn't just, just give it just right didn't call. give it to walsh because walsh was there whereas to the contrary i think honey has coughed it up to crips and players like that yeah. multiple times when he just shouldn't have or he should have just taken the shot himself so i think that shows shows where he's at at the moment yeah no he's great all right that wraps it for this week blue crew thanks for joining us again sorry we missed last week but we are back we are and we'll be back next week to recap <laughs> west coast god knows when because they're giving us the sunday time Time slot, but we'll get it out as soon as we can. What's the prediction, Maddie? How much are we going to win against the... We always predict a win. We have to. West Coast are up and about and it's over there. So I'm just going to say a, a comfortable four-goal victory. A comfortable four-goal victory. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Uh, I'll give us a 12 or two-goal victory. Oh, so okay. it might be tight. tight. One. I hope not. I hope it's not, though. <laughs> See you next week, Blue Crew.